That was some lazy ass friend. I'm still never, ever, ever letting go of the fact that a sentinel was literally in your orbit and everyone was just like, yeah, yeah, never happened. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Never happened. Yeah. Nobody. Nothing at all. We're never going to come back to that. Marvel, we're never going to come nope, back to that. Never. Never again. It's just like, eh, f it. Used a black hole to teleport there and then teleport out. <laughs> Where's our moon? I don't know. Still nighttime. Right, we'll see. Okay. Ready? We're going to go in 10 seconds. Go again. Five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and of course, sitting across from me is my co-host, Adrian G. Fuentes. And you know him, you love him. Sitting in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everyone. How are you guys doing tonight, man? Pretty solid. Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty solid, man. Man. So much shit has been going on for this film news. I literally popped open my phone just two days ago, and it was just littered with shit going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's from, like, and it's not just film industry. It's, like, from Xbox. So everything going on. It's, like, mm-hmm. so much drama shit's happening that we're just going to hit right off the start with this episode, laying straight into the film news, because this yeah. is a lot. Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. So, first, what we got off here is, of course, it's such a it's a sad news that we have here, yes. of course. It's another sad news. We got another death. And we're going to play news. it by... Whoops. We're going to play this by, of course, Real Talking Fish. Yeah. Because yes. that's how sad and important <laughs> it is yes. that Real Talking Fish got caught up on this news. Breaking news! The inventor of the Pop-Tart, Bob Post, passed away over the weekend at the age of 96. That shit should have been breaking news right there, literally yes. all over CNN and everything. It should have been on the, the front page, first five minutes, as soon as they're coming in. Open obituaries. Open yes. obituary. This yeah. man invented a breakfast. No. And we had to hear this shit from Real Talking Fish only. Nowhere on the news anywhere. Nope. 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 So, 96, man, right? 96. And, and he... he, he th- I think you read into the story of how the whole Pop-Tart thing came yeah, about, right? Yeah, he started right? out with calling pop-ups. Pop-ups. That's what they were originally called. Makes sense. Toast and pop-ups. Yep. And like I said, it should have been front place news because it's obviously part of everyone's breakfast at this point. Or at least oh at God, one yeah. point. <laughs> one point or another, we all had that as for breakfast. We saw the Absolutely. images of like the balanced, well-balanced breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Pop-Tart in the center. Pop-Tart in the center with some cereal, some milk, some orange juice, some, some fruit. fruit. Like you're going to eat some all toast. that. <laughs> Eating like a fucking lumberjack, <laughs> like the like the American processed food breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw that growing up, like on every cereal commercial, pop tart commercial. Oh yeah, they showed all that. Ain't you know it damn well. You're gonna eat all that. You're gonna <laughs> eat like one or two. No, and you talk about the opposite when films like the teenagers late for school and there's like breakfast all over a table. Table's like, oh, sorry, running late. Takes a bite of the toast and a sip of orange juice and heads out. Makes me so mad. <laughs> you got flapjacks on there. You got cereal. You got you got oatmeal. You got two different types of cereals. All right. You got fruit. You got whole mi- you got whole milk. You got a whole smorgasbord. Eggs, bacon, and then they coming down real quick. Oh, sorry. Are we late for school? Swig of orange juice, a toast. Later. Nah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I woke up at like an hour and a half early to get this ready for you. Yeah. And with the kindness of my heart, you're sitting your ass down. You're sitting down eating this shit. You're eating all or this. The way they do in animes is where they just grab a swig of orange juice, for some reason put the toast in their mouth, and run and out. And just run out. 
while still holding the toast in the mouth. Now, there's actually a video. I think someone made an AMV of that like, <laughs> toast in the mouth. <laughs> and it makes sense. What makes me mad, though, is that they don't put anything on it. No, it's just plain. It's just plain, plain toast. And it's plain not even from the toaster. It's like it, it's, it's been like, sitting out for at least like ten minutes, so 10 it's minutes. cold. It's and, cold toast, and it's like in the uh, what's the little, what's the? It, it's technically called a toaster, I guess, with the little door. It's on the counter. You pull it down. Oh yeah, it's a toaster. Yeah, it's a, it's a toaster it's oven. A toaster oven. Toaster yeah. oven. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah. Not an actual toaster from the toaster <laughs> oven. So I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> It's not, it's not even crispy. Yes, but of course, Bob Post passed away, and he'll definitely be missed. Yep. Toast, Thank toast you for strong, giving man. us some 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 sugary treats in the morning. Yep. <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh Next, what we have here for film news, a lot of reviews coming out for Madam Web. Dude. <sighs> so many, and so, none of them flattering. Oh, no. no. It's, it's, it's getting worse by the minute that I've seen more of it where- they're even apologizing to like Morbius, right? Yeah, there people are calling up, and be like, "Hey, we need to call up Morbius and just say we're so sorry for calling you the worst movie." <laughs> <laughs> you know that's bad mm-hmm. when it's when people feel bad for calling a previous movie bad. Yeah, yeah. I just so we have not seen this one, but we've been seeing all the memes and popping off about it. Just like some of the storylines that we've been hearing coming out for like the side stories. I saw the ending of it. You saw the ending of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It did not appease you at all, right? None of it. Mm-hmm. None of it whatsoever. And I don't get how this. Someone we should have been tracking this a little closer because we would have known this would have turned out from the start mm-hmm. if we would have paid attention to the writers. Yes. yes. Because we we should have ri- looked yeah. it up the first time. Because the writers themselves, oh my goodness, Matt Sazama and Burke and is Burke Sharpless. But sure. these two, their writing career in Hollywood, it, you got Madam Webb, Morbius. This more the same writer who wrote Morbius wrote mm-hmm. this movie. Power Rangers. Gods of Egypt, the last witch, the hunter. last witch hunter, and Dracula Untold. Mm. Ah, the highest Rotten Tomatoes they even scored in any of these films is what, like twenty three percent? None of it. Thirty four percent, I think it was. Yeah, I actually, think all of these accumulated maybe to like ninety percent together. So all this, the, their whole film career, they almost got a solid A if you just accumulate <laughs> all their points together. You squished them all together. <laughs> I can say I was interested in one thing they worked on was Lost in Space. The TV show, that was actually pretty good. I didn't see that one either. It's good. That's about it. That's out of the whole collection I see from their work. No. The only one that I will ever watch movie-wise, because there's a show too before Mm -hmm. the past, right? I'll only watch the movie version. And it's the one with Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> that terrible, yes. That one will always be my favorite. Oh, man. Have you okay. watched that again? Yes, it's terrible. <laughs> but it's still my favorite. <laughs> All right? You're telling me the first time you see him, and he's like, it's the first time when anybody ever sees it, especially as a young kid. Matt LeBlanc just turned around, just fucking armored up yeah. out of nowhere. You got to admit, that shit was hard. You're like, yo! <laughs> Do that? No, man. That, that was the part where I was like, yo. This is a cool ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, I'm, not, not, I'm not about it. to go back in there and mm-hmm. hurt myself like that way. But this is surprising because these are the same people who worked on Morbius yep. and how critically panned it was. Yep. They decided to keep these guys along. That makes me wonder if they were on contracted work for projects, like a certain amount of projects. That I would mean, make sense, but still. I mean, it. 
everybody has bad first impressions. <laughs> they thought I might give them a second chance, you know? Nah, dude. No way. <laughs> no way. And that's not just them, though. There's five writers total for this movie. Yeah, Matt Zamba, Burke Sharpless, Claire Parker, S.J. Clarkson, who was also director, mm-hmm. and Kareem Senga. Five people writing on this. That's a That's a lot of people. How did it turn up? I mean, I can see why. If you see the memes, how many different storylines are going on at once? Yeah. It's too many cooks. Way too many. Way too many cooks. But, you know, we still got to see it, right? No. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm not not watching it. Oh, yeah. You're watching that. I'm going to live through. I'll watch it on Amazon. If it comes on Amazon, I'll watch it. Because that's the only place you're going to. I'll watch it on Tubi. Does Sony have their own streaming service yet? They do have one, yes. Because I found out that the on my PS th- on my PS4 they was like Sony First Look I think it was called or something Let's like that. We can get Sony First Look, man. I'm double check. I'm gonna just nah. double check that one. What's embarrassing about it as well is that the movie itself uh-huh. has no connection whatsoever to Marvel or the Spider-Man universe that Sony is planning. Is planning. To so it's just something completely separate on its own that's yeah. not connected to either or. To any. Well, of then it. what's the point? Exactly. There's no point to it. It's no point to making a movie if it's not connected to their universe that they're already trying to establish. And all of, and by the way, uh, none of the the Spider Women. Oh, here, sorry. I'll make. I'm gonna clarify it up. Yeah. Sony's Picture Core. Okay. No, Sony, yeah. Doesn't roll off the tongue. I mean, there's Venom on the. Hey, on the let's front see what page. Sony. Let's see what's on Sony Picture Core. <laughs> they, what's on Netflix? That's easy. Dude, it's it's. Paramount Plus. <laughs> I think they only do Sony movies, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. But this film would have been more interesting if you had like a post-credit scene. You know, she's blind. She's in that chair. She can't walk. She turns around and Morbius. I'm here to put a team. <laughs> they could have done something like that to connect. You see what I'm saying? Nah, I, I would be like, just turn it off, burn it all down, burn it to the ground. Plus, uh, by the way, at the end, spoilers. In case you want to know this, because I, I know some spoilers and shit yeah. to this. All right, I know the ending of it. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, right you now. don't care about spoiling. I don't. It. I don't care about spoiling it. So if you're looking to, if you're looking to not be spoiled on it, skip to the next part. Yeah. All right. But the fact that she ends up in a chair mm-hmm. at the end, and I'm a, I don't really know much about Madam Web. Is she blind? Yeah. Okay. So obviously she is a blind. Yeah. And she has these huge ass fucking reflectors on. I mean, just uh, past her face, past her head width. <laughs> ass glasses and yeah. she's in a some professor x ass chair all right just zooming around at the very end even shows her she like Imagine she gave tur- her the hover chair and even as she turns around it's not even like it's not even like as she begins to turn around and then cut to another angle of like finishing that turn yeah no they keep the camera there as she turns around so she's just like awkwardly in frame here and then she's just back into frame <laughs> and then moves away from the camera and like why are you holding that long to begin with and her dumbass line at the very end which is like the opinion what's the name of that song that and that where the lyric is like this is how legends are made you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking uh, about yeah pull up that song really quick and i'll tell you when to play okay all right i'll tell you i'll tell you when to play it here i'll mute that track real quick so you can find it but the dumbass line that she says at the very end. All right. All right. Pause it at uh, 29 seconds. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll tell you when to play it. All okay. Right. This is legit the last line. Okay. okay. And it may be one or two words off, mm-hmm. but the line is like, the funny thing about the future is it hasn't happened yet. This is how legends are made. <laughs> That's how that ending fucking feels like. <laughs> like that. Like that. But so it's they not try that to... song. It's a cranberry song. Yeah. For some so reason. they try to pull off basically a Linkin Park. Basically. Moment. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to have their own. Their the whole Michael it. Bay Lincoln Park. Oh and my it's God. so cringe. And the fact that as well as none of them have power throughout this movie. Yeah. All of it's just glimpses of the future past this whole entire scenario. So really, there's no fucking purpose to even show these glimpses of the future of their superpowers. Because it never happened. Because ha- it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So really, it's just a fucking tease the entire time. No reason for it. It's just like, hey, look what could be happening. Not right now, but like, what could be happening? That's annoying. Yeah, that's really annoying. Yeah, I'm. We're not interested in seeing it, but like I said, unfortunately, we're gonna have to see it. God. All right, moving over to the next film news topic. Keeping on track with the Marvel universe, but moving over to the MCU, yep. we have the Fantastic. Four team has finally been put together. We finally have the cast for the Fantastic Four film. Pedro Pascal, of course, as Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards. Vanessa Kirby, Susan Storm, of course. Joseph Quinn, he's the one who's going to be playing Human Torch, right? Yeah, Johnny Storm. Yeah, Johnny Storm. And then Ebon Moss Bachrock. That's how you say his last name? I think so. Yeah, who's going to be playing The Thing. I am really excited for... Uh... Ebon Moss. Yeah. Because, he's from uh, the bear, right? Yeah, from the bear. Mm-hmm. He's uh in a he's in uh Andor. For, okay, Andor, for, yeah, yeah. For a smidgen of a moment. Mm-hmm. But overall, I really enjoy his presence as an actor. Mm-hmm. Like his it's kind of hard to kind of pinpoint exactly what um what I like about his him as an actor, but it's just, you know, like he's the type of person to where when he shows up on screen, he's not going to be like in a rom-com, mm-hmm. he's not going to be in a comedy. Yeah. You know, he's not going to be anywhere where it's light work. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're looking for someone that has like some grit and promise, like if if you see him in anything, it would be something on the lines of like a twenty-fours. He like plays characters. Posts. He's not just yeah. playing himself. That's what exactly. He's yes. Okay, he yeah. plays he's an actual actor. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's so good, especially in the bear. I know I say the bear. A lot, and mm-hmm. I reference the bear a lot. But you but really like the bear. I really like the bear, and I really love his presence in it. Yeah. He's just so fucking good. And mm-hmm. so when you're playing a conflicted character as he does in the bear, uh, it makes sense to have him cast as the thing. Got it. He's yeah. such a conflicted character. He, so yes. yeah. So and he's dealing with a lot of shit. How do you feel about with uh, Pedro Pascal playing Reed Richards? I know a lot of people. You know, the big fan choice he used to be was you know John Krasinski and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But how do you guys feel about this? Eh, I'm in the eh. You're in the eh? I'm the meh. Because to me, it's like, okay. Because I'm going out past, ex, you know, experiences uh, with Fantastic Pedro? Four. Oh, fa- oh the f- okay, Fantastic Four. Okay. No. So, eh, like, I, I got to see something before I can make judgments. <laughs> you don't want to put your faith into something that has been just a shit storm. Yes. Okay. Oh, typically, I don't really care about cast casting itself because yeah. mm-hmm. obviously a lot of times everyone's been wrong with it. There's yeah. been a shit of times since the beginning of superhero films. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the beginning, but I mean, like, let's say, like, the one I always reference is the Batman, uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton and... Uh, there was fans bitching about he's not tall enough. 
Michael Keaton. Yes, yeah. Michael Keaton was not tall enough to play Batman. Turns out he was a good Batman. You know, uh, how can Mr. Mom be tough? You know. Yes. <laughs> um, the biggest one was uh, Joker. Um, Heath Ledger. Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah. When it was announced true. that he was playing the Joker, this pretty boy, everyone yeah, knew that yeah. pretty boy. This guy, you know, how is he gonna play the Joker? This mm-hmm. guy broke back mountain. Mm-hmm. That's true. Then it turns out, oh shit, he was the greatest, one of the greatest Jokers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, um, I have no real quarrels with any of yeah. the casting Pedro or Pascal. anything. No. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm more excited kind of for this. Guess you more excited for that. The only one I am kind of iffy about because I don't really know is. Jessica Kirby, that's her name? Vanessa Kirby. Oh, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. Oh, I was looking up the wrong person. Yeah. I was like, yo, I have there's only like I was like, her IMDB just shows up to like 2007, 2006. That's it. <laughs> I was like, who is this? What else has she been in? Oh, okay. So she's been in the, the crown. crown. Okay. Oh. The crown. She's from the crown. That's what it is. Okay. 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 Okay, Mission Impossible Fallout, you know. Okay, so she has been Okay, so she has an extensive resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's okay. been around. Yeah, yeah. What else is she in? The Crown. Jupiter Ascending. Ascending. Eh. <laughs> Nora. Um, World to Come. Yeah. So she's been in quite a bit of stuff, yeah. but it seems like a lot of bit like more heavy hitting like drama well, stuff. It looks drama and theater. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Which will help out a lot. Fast and Furious. Wait, where do you see that? Right there. Presents oh, Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. There okay. You go. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, she can do action too. Look at that! Wow. <laughs> so yeah, it is a really interesting cast coming out with this. It was something completely different from what a lot of people were thinking, though. Yeah, I like mean, so a lot of those fan cast theories out there were really way out there. Yes. Yeah. Now they were go- they were obviously going for the big you know big names. Yeah. The you know, but it never works that way. No, it never goes that no. way ever. No. No, I mean we'll see how it happens because it's one like I said, we'll see right when. When we get our first uh, teaser, we'll see. Yeah. But it's all going to depend on the writing, the story. And it does look like when they release the Instagram image of the Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're looking mm-hmm. for that more classic 1960s, 70s yeah. version. Yeah, yeah because yeah. even if you look to the very bottom, the Marvel logo, mm-hmm. it's yeah. the old, you know, 60s. Yeah, yeah. Like type of font, like yeah. character, like the, uh, the italicized. Mm-hmm look of it yeah yeah and so, uh i'm actually kind of really digging that yeah and we got a release date so it's gonna be in theaters july 25th 2025 okay so there's a fresh release date nice yeah okay, so, so. yeah i'm pretty excited for this me too i'm uh i mean i have no overall quarrel with these cast members yeah i mean i'm just more bummed that the 2015 version didn't live up to the expectation i mean any of them really never lived up to the expectation so i mean First one was kind of a treasure. Come on, <laughs> come on. That was a treasure. A little bit. No. Just a little bit. No. Maybe a little bit, but no. No. I'm about to say like no. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever. No but, one will ever say that, but like I said, we. You gotta admit that Reed Richards was perfect. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah. That actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I really liked him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, also before we actually close on this one, uh-huh. I know that they're still looking for. Silver Surfer and Galactus. Yeah. Mm. So, so it seems like they're being moving towards what was the main premise of the second Fantastic Four film with, you know, um, what's her face? Jessica Alba and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, with like uh, Tim Story ver- his versions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, going over the last bit of film news before we hit our main topic tonight. What we have here, Phil Spencer, CEO of Xbox Microsoft Games, wanted to have a little thing talking about Hell Divers 2 not being on Xbox. And he had his little beef with game console exclusives, particularly with PlayStation. 
which is ironic to say because what is Microsoft specifically known for? Exclusives. Yeah. It's exclusives. And buying companies to, to make, make them exclusives. What happened to Rare, Nintendo? Now it's an exclusive company for Microsoft. What happened to Beth Bethesda? Exclusive company for Microsoft now. You see, like, yeah. so what What right do they have, say, to, to even say anything against exclusives? I think they're just mostly bitching that it's a very popular game mm-hmm. and the fact that it's not on Xbox mm-hmm. Yeah, when Xbox so far has not been very popular. Mm. So exactly what he had to say was, I will say when I look at a game like Helldivers 2, and it's a great game. Kudos to the team shipping on PC and PlayStation. I'm not exactly sure who it helps in the industry, but not being on Xbox. Helps PlayStation and PCs. Yeah. Steam's <laughs> doing great. PlayStation's doing great. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. We're doing fine. <laughs> They're like, who's it helping? It's helping us, bitch. <laughs> what do you think? All because they haven't released any good exclusives. In a long time, like, what's yeah. the last like good, good Xbox exclusive games you've even thought about playing? The only one that comes to mind was Halo Infinite, and not even like good to play, mm-hmm. to want to buy and get. Mm-hmm. It was just the most recent game that I could think of. Yeah, well, like, what about you, Angel? Like, do you wasn't you... Skull and Bones one? I think that's... Or what was the pirate one? Yeah, I think Skull. No, no, no. Skull and Bones new. Um, oh. Sea of Thieves. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Sea of Thieves. I don't think of that any exclusives like I wanted, dude. It's been a while since I've seen like, oh, dude, I, I gotta get down because that's yeah. nah. like, how do you guys feel just in general with exclusive games? Dude, I, honestly, at this time we should kind of get away from it. It uh-huh. used to be a thing where obviously back then when you had, you know, a you, good you, competition of you know you had Xbox, yeah. PlayStation, uh, Nintendo. When the competition was really there, the, yeah. But nowadays it's like. Everything's cross-platform now. Cross-platform. Uh, I don't want to have to buy one game on three different consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, most people are now playing on PC. It's more of a, it's more going it towards that route. It's a huge shift to PC players now. I'm starting even thinking about it. You have the thing is like yeah. you have the machine for the longest time. I do. The PC game. I do have the ability to play it. No, and we show you how much cheaper it is. Yes, I like. Yeah. I've been going on Steam actually recently. And yeah, like, man, these are actually pretty good. But yeah, yeah. Like, All so, you have to do is plug in your controller. That's it. You don't even need to do keyboard and mouse. Like we've told you that multiple true. times. That's true. So that's it. Also, that's a big thing too, as well is the pricing on video games. Mm-hmm. If you go on to like most online, uh, like let's say the PlayStation Network or the uh, the Microsoft one, yeah, do normally it's like full priced games. Mm-hmm. Even the fucking Nintendo's the worst on that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but on Steam you'll find like discounts, discounts every like four to five months. There'll be like some kind of sale. Yeah, and you will get like it's not as good as it used to be, but you get like sixty percent off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, they used to be like 90% off. Didn't Microsoft also say, I'm pretty sure it was Microsoft, but one somebody in Microsoft said that gamers have to get used to not owning their games. Yes. Yeah. That would turn me away automatically. Well, that's See, overall everything now. And that's a lot of people's fear, of course, with you know going full digital. You don't have any physical copies of own your mm-hmm. games anymore. Steam, of course, does have workarounds. You can download your games onto external hard drives yeah. to keep stored so you permanently own your games. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like people like me who have like three to 400 games in your library. Yes, have fun for that external space. Yeah. And I have contributed to that a lot. Oh, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> 
Yeah, I do see what you're saying with like exclusives not really needing to be a thing anymore. Nah. But do you think we should start bringing back healthy competitions at least with console gaming? They should. They should be some. Well, there should, but if only if the consoles are kind of worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you have to bring a good amount from both sides. There has to be a good amount, uh, not just one or two exclusives. I'm like, it has to be like a good number of exclusives from each side. Yeah. To make it like that fun competition again. Mm. Not, you know, where, you know, all I'm going to play is what's it called? Uh, like, it used to be, I'm trying to think of like an exclusive that came out recently. Um, all I can think of was like God of War, but even then, I'm off about that. Yeah, that's no longer exclusive. Yeah, yeah, it's no longer an exclusive. Oh, but okay. How about this? Back when it was an exclusive, which was when it first came out, yeah. the God of War. Uh, you know, you had God of War and you could only play it on PlayStation. You weren't able to play it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that made it for more fun competition mm-hmm. because then you know everyone had to play it on PlayStation before they get it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's more like, you know, fuck, I'm I'm lost my point right here. <laughs> I th- I think you're I think I kind of get what you're talking about. Uh, with consoles now, before it used to be strictly gaming, yeah. which one was like best exclusive games. Yeah. But now it's, I mean, South Park covered it. Which one's going to be the, your best entertainment system? That's what it is. It's yeah. like, we have the gamings, but that's not the focus of the gamings. You know, you want your MP3 players. You want yeah. your streaming service on there. You know, you want it to massage your back. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's no longer just for gaming. You want yeah, it to yeah. be for, you want it to be for the whole family. Oh, yeah. The family can do anything they want on it, you know? And so that's where it's more of like, well, we got to make things more exclusive to only ours so that way it entices you to get our console. Exactly. Yeah. Also, the, the weird exclusives they add on there is like which one we did for like uh, play your play the games on your phone. You can stream it. I'm never going to do that. Uh, no, Xbox okay. has or PlayStation has. No, sorry. Microsoft has an option. We could play the games on your PC from your Xbox. Yeah. So they both have those kind of weird yeah. exclusives. But it's not going to make. It's not going to make sense no, unless yep. you make better games. Yeah, And it's weird how it took Xbox so long to cross-platform their yeah. games from Xbox to to Windows, knowing Microsoft owns both platforms. You like, see what I'm saying? Like, they tra- you, know, you tried keeping both platforms yeah. away from each other, knowing you could have got more money by cross-playing them together. But you got greedy and tried to be like, oh, you, you want this? You got to buy that yeah. as well. And- like, it never made sense like why it took Halo so long to be on PC. Yeah, actually, I always wondered that. <laughs> a long time, I remember as a, as a teen, yeah, wondering that. I I think because Halo is one of those, it's one of those staples connection to Microsoft to, to Xbox to yeah, Xbox yeah. to where it's like, ain't no way I'm gonna cross pass with like PlayStation on there because yeah. it's like. But when I the, think Xbox, I think Halo. But you know, no, it's it's not cross pathing to like another competitor. Oh no! Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, but yeah, it's it's something that you don't want to. You don't want to give up on mm-hmm. because it's like it's your brand. Well, I'm pretty sure it was the driving force for Xbox making most of those money was the Halo series because it yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. From Halo to Reach, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, Halo one, two, three, all the way to Reach, ODST, and then from there it just went downhill mm-hmm. and it, it it saturated. And then Paramount didn't help. <laughs> Paramount <laughs> did the exact opposite. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I feel like they helped out so much. They didn't help <laughs> shit. They didn't help anything. <laughs> I think that made it a whole lot that's worse. Not my, that's not my chief. That is not. I had to go back on YouTube and look at Forward Unto Dawn just so I can get the retaste of like, that's my chief. Gosh. That's the one right there. And chronologically, he's 15 years old. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> I know that that hunk of a fuck yeah. That giant tank is fifty hell though. Hell yeah. And then you get Paramount where it's like, I'm chief and I have emotions. Let me take off my helmet in the middle of battle. Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, getting way off topic on that Sorry. part. Yes. But yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting seeing like a time period where there's probably gonna be no more exclusives anymore. No. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a, a it's a place we need to be start heading towards. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsor, and when we get back, we're going to cover our main topic tonight, which, of course, is AI. It's improving, and it's moving a lot faster than we think. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back with you guys. And we are back. Covering over our main topic tonight, what we have here is Sora OpenAI, which is the, basically the new, what, ChatGPT, right? Uh... No, this is all visual. ChatGPT was, I think, was just only text, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is actual uh, video AI. So it's a video AI software system that takes text to video and actually creates a sixty-second video, right? Like a trailer, or whatever you're creating out of it's, it. They haven't. Well, that's where it gets a little tricky because mm-hmm. we're only given what we're being told about it mm-hmm. and we're shown. They haven't given us exactly specs on how how long the video could be, mm-hmm. how long it takes. Uh, uh, pretty much anything on it but this is different like you said it's not just text-based it's now taking text to video generation yes it's able to take text to video and also video um overlays mm. as well mm. so you could actually uh the at least the ones i saw you're able to give it a video mm. and use that as a reference point yeah because what we were seeing here is they're using they're creating that like that driving one right yes. where they actually create like an actual text-based script of what the driving portion is doing yes and then they keep adding more sentence structures to it like hey we want it snowy hey remove the snow put it into a city now hey change the car out from this car to this car yes and it's actually creating the actual transition in a really clean video yes well no, i mean the, what we're seeing like we're giving just demonstrations mm-hmm. yeah. off of the company we're not actually getting any uh any user inputs at least mm-hmm. not yet like uh, if you yeah no, i'm sorry continue yeah. we bad. have no u- user inputs yet we're getting just straight up from the company itself like um test footage mm-hmm. test footage of them giving it you know from cars uh there goes that one with the car mm-hmm. um i think there's one with the puppies um like that first one you that, have the yeah. cursor on that's like their that's like the main video they're showcasing right yes yeah this is one of the showcasing us uh being actually there's one as well the the mammoths, yeah, 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 but that's that's really intense. Like now, going from text based to video, that, this all AI generated. It's right all there. AI generated, that's right? All AI? Yeah. Yes, wow. and you just just through a simple text paragraph. It looks like some drone footage taken on like some like sixteen millimeter camera or something. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's crazy just what's now coming up with. So you got like the basic structure what you can have here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. That's like all. If, if you uh, type in introducing Sora, yeah, it'll give more examples, and it will give Tell you this one right here. Yeah, that one because mm-hmm. it will show you the uh, the actual text put into it. Oh, like right here, yeah, yeah. Or that's just like, oh, we're sharing. But it shows like the actual um, sentences that they put in, right? Yeah. So like if you if you kind of scroll forward a little bit, you'll find some like. Oh, yeah, I'll see, yeah. like, this one right here. Like, okay, that's footage. Like this one. Petri dish with a bamboo forest growing within it that has tiny red pandas. Damn. And right? this is just the showcasing what they what yes. it's doing. Yeah. 
Like, look at the reflection from, like, the tabletop. Or mm. this one. This one's a pretty long one. Pause a there. drone view of waves crashing against the ray cliffs while the golden light of the setting sun illuminates the rocky shore. A small island with a lighthouse sits in the distance and green shrubbery covers the cliff's, the cliff's edge. edge. The top drop from the road down to the beach is a dramatic feat with the cliff's edges jutting out over the sea. This is a view that captures the raw beauty of the coast and rugged landscape of a Pacific coast. There it is. And Damn. Like, see, so the more specific it is, the more the detailed it is. it is. Yeah. Now, like I said, right now it's obviously not perfect. Yeah, yeah there's still some but artifacts and stuff. There's being, some artifacts. Yeah, clip through. Uh, yeah, clip through. Our, our, um, I can't see unnatural like, movements, mm-hmm. you know, with the camera moving around. Yeah. I can't see like the like, harsh lines behind the waves. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's still a like, lot cleaner yes. than what it was last year. Like, yeah. I know this is like critiquing or just like, oh, you know, like, you know. Well, I mean, no, we're not critiquing, but, but still, we're not, we're not like, really, we're, it's not like critiquing saying like how bad it is. It's like, no, yeah. This is just from last year how Compared. fast yeah. this has improved. Like yes. the Will Smith eating spaghetti. Oh, yeah. The, we saw the Will Smith eating spaghetti the beer video. commercial. Oh, like, yeah. Like it was just a fever dream. Yeah. yeah. This, this is clean. Yes. This is extremely clean. And just at one year span. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is impressive. And what's great about this is, you know, this would be great for B-roll footage for, you know, we need that shot of, you know. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, what can you think about the practical uses stuff like this could be used for? I mean, I would put it on the level of, like, establishing shots, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're going to a different city or a different country, you know, or even just, like, a, a specific area like the cliffside beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're establishing a new scenery, and so that doesn't really take as much time. And you can just jump into your story. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I I would see it like that. I see it more, not only that, but as for, let's say you're filming on a location that uh, all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, actually best example would be for us mm-hmm. as small filmmakers, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have the budget to go and buy a snow machine to fill up an entire property full of snow. Right. Well, we can go up to the mountains, which local to us with Big Bear, um, during off season or when it's warmer. Film the outside of a cabin, take the AI, use it as a reference point, and tell it to film. And tell it put snow. snow on the film. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? Within you know whatever long it takes, we got snow on there. Now, what about people who want to use this for intending to like cut down on production costs for like commercials and ads and stuff? Because what happens when it starts generating faces that are too similar to like when it generates a face? And it creates that. Is it taking reference photos of multiple different people to create a single face? Or is it like, hey, we took this reference photo of this random person. We just placed it on there. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see that. Um, that's where like the company itself is not releasing it on purpose because they're trying to, you know, uh fix all the, you know, all the faults with it still. Yeah. Um, they're trying to make sure that no one, you know, creates any uh you know, explicit material or any the whole Taylor Swift sex video and yeah. anything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, AI. That's true. You know, anything involving politicians. They're just mm-hmm. trying to avoid all that stuff. So they're still trying to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for making faces and commercials, it's uh, gonna be tricky, right? It's gonna be tricky. I don't see them doing that just yet. I just see them using it for like establishing shots where there's no person in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if that one large footage, you know, of a drone footage of just a city with just a bunch of random people, yeah. but you can't really pinpoint who they are. Yeah. It's just a bunch of people. Like scenic um, establishment. Yeah, because yeah. we always see those type of like B-roll shots that are used for just like um, marketing, you know? Someone 
typing on a keyboard, a yeah. person, you know, pointing to like a chalkboard and talking. You see mm-hmm. like those random like yeah. advertisement shots that people yeah. usually sell. Like stock footage. Stock footage, stuff like that. Like yeah. what happens when AI starts generating stuff like that and it's creating likenesses but of that's, people too close? Okay, no, but that's where it gets super tricky because remember, they recently said that you cannot copyright or trademark AI images. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. So for, for advertisers to use that... Mm-hmm. They lose their entire commercial altogether. So that's there's no reason for them to use AI yeah. to make a person because then they'll they will no longer own whatever the is it is it just footage generated through AI or is it any AI assets created? AI, right now it's just a blanket over all AI. Okay. Of course, over time we're gonna start you know narrowing down and cleaning more. But right now like, it's just a you blanket. can no longer use this video because your lower thirds that had your name it was created by AI system. Like is it on that no, no, level? No, not that okay. level. It's more the level of you're trying to make an image of out of AI or a video out of AI, so and you're trying to say it belongs to you now. Got it. Because I mean, the AI is using other assets to mm-hmm. put it together. Put it together, yeah. It's not making it out of magic and out of thin air. It's using mm-hmm. other images to make it. Like we saw that uh, that footage of the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took everything, you know, probably you know thousands of images to create that that water to yeah. put together. Yeah. And it's really intense. Like the way it's like right it's, there. It's. It's crazy how smooth it is. Yes. Now we're still like in the uncanny valley, so you can still you can, you can you still, still see, see something it. Yeah, yeah. something's not like, wrong. Even though you might go in like I don't know what's wrong, but there's something wrong about it. I don't yeah. th- like. Do you think at any point in our lifetime we'll hit past uncanny valley? Like we'll hit it. Um. Uh, I think the next generation might. Right. I think because right now I think we're so we're still uh used to ourselves. We're still used to you know. When something's not right, we yeah. can pinpoint it. We might, like I said, we might not know what it is, but something's just not right. Something will be off for us, no matter what. Yes, yeah. I think until the next generation, where it's like, okay, that just seems normal to them. Mm-hmm. Like even the car driving, it's intense. Like, yeah, I can see what's the car itself is a little bit outputting it's the to the dust. actual. It's the dust and the surrounding area, the blurriness and the crispness, mm-hmm. the, the differentiation between the two. But it's it's almost there, man. Yeah. yeah. It's really almost getting there. And that's progressed this quickly in a year is, I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, you can't like create this stuff one, like even this. Like, yeah. Look at the cat. Like, so it's just like, always that unnatural movement. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Go back for a second. Yeah. That- <laughs> Did two paws come out of that one paw? Keep it. Uh- keep a look on its right paw. Right, okay, you see that, the paw it's laying down. Yeah. Now look at the paw that's messing like, with the human. Now watch, keep going. Okay. Oh, so he he shifted. You see, he shifted. And so so it when he shifts, yeah. It sh- keep watching. It gets it gets better. Right here. So the when the paw's still on the face, he's gonna sh- see it shifted. Now keep uh, watching. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, two paws. See. Yeah. So like so, I said, it's still not perfect. It's, it's still yeah. not perfect, but man, it's it's getting, getting there. Really close. It's getting yeah. real close. Especially yeah, since it's all text based. It's I not, know. Yeah. It's yeah, it's crazy. But I, I wonder though, like, how much you can play with this type of stuff when you're very vague with your text. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, how much can it generate and create on its own with the vagueness of your own descriptions? I mean, when I mess with the uh the Adobe one for making video Im- I mean to make pictures. Yeah. I try going as vague as possible, then trying to go a little bit more beyond that. Yeah. And it does get super weird where you put like a, a girl smiling. Mm-hmm. It just makes a random image. I'll put up, uh, I went and put like monster in closet. Yeah. And it created like this cartoon image, uh, 
or almost a CGI image of a closet open with two red eyes inside of there. Got it. Ooh. Then I started getting more complicated with this, but sea creature or sea monster hiding inside of closets. Uh, then it'll do like tentacles coming out. Then I went even more beyond that. Got it. And he just kept pushing. I kept adding, pushing, adding, adding, adding yeah. to a point where it just became super like almost, I'll say weird. <laughs> it became really weird where it didn't, you could tell there's a lot of faults in it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but do you possibly seeing us in the future using a lot of this technology to start creating some of our stuff? I do, but not in the way most people probably think. Yeah. Not in a way where we're going to create this type full of imagery scenes. or full scenes. Mm-hmm. It's more of uh, possibly fixes. Compositing over yeah. pre-existing footage. Yeah, compositing over or maybe just to do some quick test footage to see what it might look like. Mm-hmm. Now, how fast do you think Hollywood and LA is going to start picking up on this stuff and start implementing them into movies? Well, with the new SAG lo- uh, rules. Mm-hmm. That's true. We don't know. That's a that's well, a not not for actors and stuff, but like I said, B roll, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. How how fast do you think they start inter- incorporated in the shots where it doesn't involve people, where mm-hmm. they can cut down on production costs and not having to film somewhere? You see what I'm saying? Not. I was about maybe about oh, five we, years. Yeah. Oh, we need a nice established shot all the way in Scotland of this, you know, nice castle. Because, so let's just text base it in, and yeah. then we'll comp the castle we were gonna film at anywhere's. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But also don't forget what we're looking at right now is like the, you know, looks kind of janky. Yeah. It's, I see maybe five years we start, we start cleaning it up, mm. but also don't forget that how big the image has to be. So we don't know what the resolution of the image has, to, you know, it could, it could create. How high it can go up. Like it can actually go up to 4K, 16K, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Can it actually do something that big? Yeah. That's where it gets a little bit tricky because that's where you have to actually test it out where, mm. you know, can it create a 4K image? Yeah. I don't know. How do you think, Mike? How do you think it, like Hollywood LA will incorporate this in the future? I mean, I can already kind of see it being uh, another tool for VFX artists. Yeah. Because I'm pretty... Wasn't there another thing that we covered before where VFX artists were also going to go on strike for the same thing? Yeah. Had to do with AI. Yeah. yeah. And if I remember right, I think they had something covered for that as well. I don't remember if they were still going on or not. Mm-hmm. But I remember that was... I could see that as like a uh, a function extended. Yeah, this what could help a lot of visual effects companies speed up production workflow. Yeah, yeah, I and I can see yeah. this helping them a lot. Yeah, no, I think remember I remember when we talked about the VFX where it's allowed to be part of the tools but not an asset. Yes. Yeah, like, that's what the rules was. Yeah, like it it could be used as a as a function to to help with the process, mm-hmm. but not as a like a go-to for all. Oh, yeah, yeah, got it. That would make a lot of sense to incorporate yeah. that way. I don't know. It's insane, though. I'm I'm a little excited to see how this is going to keep going in the future. Now, what I'm curious to see if it was if it's capable. I mean, we saw the the kangaroo dancing the uh, the 3D animation. Yeah. But I wonder if it's able to do 2D uh, 2D animation. 2D. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen like I didn't see any examples that they showed for 2D. Yeah, that's what I'm curious. Okay, because I. That's another thing I'm thinking about is, yes, we get into the whole, you know, try to make it as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. But what about going backwards where you try to make it at, look as cartoonish. cartoonish as possible? Yeah, yeah, that's something I'm really going to have to see to see how it's going to generate something like so that. Are you able to create a scene similar to uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit like that? That that will be interesting to see how far. Oh, Q wouldn't know how to mix yeah, different that, mediums with 2D yeah. and live, yeah. Like, well, I wonder if it's capable of doing that. I mean, the closest I just kind of saw was, like, if you go back a little bit towards the beginning, it mm. was, like, fishes in the ocean, like, underwater. 
Yeah, I saw that, it was, but it was all paper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, they, I mean, the the fact that uh, I don't – let's see, was it was it a function that they put in that was, like, in the written, like, being paper? Right there. Like, right there. Hold oh, on. There, Go right back here. to its text. Go a little bit further back to see what – What the function it yeah. typed in, the paragraph? Yeah. Okay. Um, right there. Just kind of start from there. A uh, gorgeously rendered paper craft world of a coral reef – Rife with colorful fish and sea creatures. Yeah, so I okay. made a paper craft world. Yeah. But I wonder if you're able to mix uh Put different... real people in there, too, with the paper craft. Yeah, if you're able to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying with that. That'll be interesting to see if, it, like, say, if it can cross and blend different types of medium together. Yeah. Because then that's when you know the AI could actually go as far as, you know, we could take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we're capable of mixing, you know, different medias together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that'll be interesting to really see how that come forth. Like I said, I'm... Just give it like another year and just see where it's going to be at. Shit, probably yeah. give it six months. I know. I know. Shit, dude. Yeah. Vasting so fast, way too fast sometimes. I don't know. Like we, we talked about this earlier. Like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get a couple a- different AIs, mm. see where we could create something. You'll probably see them on our Instagram or something. Yeah. yeah. Post them up there. Yeah, yeah man, man. It'll be interesting to see that. Yeah, I want to see some tests. All right. All right, well, we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about the whole Sora Open AI system? Do you think it's going to be good? Do you think it's going to be bad? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our next junior YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. Put out episodes every Wednesday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And as usual, before I fully close off, Michael has those last notes for you guys. Yes, as Anthony's, uh, sorry, as Anthony has mentioned, all the different ways you could be able to listen to us, including the Apple Podcast app. Consider heading on over there. Leave us a five star review. We'd really be appreciative of it. And of course, uh, share with a friend or family that you think might enjoy these. I mean, we have people from within the industry already listening to it. Uh, we have, I mean, Stunt crew worked in Marvel films and all kinds of people, different writers, some of our work on TV projects have been listening on us now. Yeah, so it's it's really cool. And the fact that we're uh, other than like how many how many states now? Like we're in all but twelve. All but twelve. Hell shit, that's awesome. So we're still places over in Europe, we're almost across the entire all the states from east to west in the US. So I mean, yeah, if you you nobody know somebody that might enjoy this, uh, send it on over to them. And that would be awesome. Yeah. And, of course, you can watch these on our YouTube uh, channel as well. You can watch the live versions. Uh, head on over there where you can be able to like, subscribe, and so you can keep up with our normal episodes. New episodes YouTube come out every Friday. New episodes radio come out every Wednesday. And you can be able to comment down below of what you think we should cover next or what you think we've missed. Because, as Anthony mentioned earlier, there was a lot of news that kind of came out this month. So... Sometimes things kind of slip through the cracks of what you think we probably missed, so let us know. And, of course, our Patreon account. Head on over to Patreon so that way we can... Oh, excuse me. Because more subscribers to Patreon uh, (laughs) equals more entertainment. And we like doing these, and we'd love to do more of it. We'd like to make it like a full-time thing. Uh, And, you know, we'd be really appreciative. I know I say that a lot, uh, but we really would. So head on over there. Consider subscribing. And that's all I got. 
Alright, you guys heard from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.